Here at Game Cola, we understand that economic times are tough, so we've arranged to play a little song to show you just what life is like for the average Game Cola rider. I'm talking about you, Mateo. Oh no, I ain't got a job, I ain't got a car, I ain't got a dime to my name. I ain't got a girl, I ain't got a home, and I need to shave my ears. Welcome to Game Cola Podcast number six. In this podcast, we have Paul Franzen, Elizabeth Medina Gray, aka Lizzo, Michael Gray, and Zach Rich. There are four segments to this podcast. The first segment is Versus Mode, where our Game Cola crew discusses the latest topics in video game news. Next is Ace Attorney Files, where they discuss Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney. The third, they discuss time-traveling video games for some reason. And in the fourth segment, they discuss what games they're playing now and what games are coming out this month of April. And now, to the podcast! Sure, fine. All right. You can open, but you have to rap. All right. <laughs> yo, 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 my name is Peter. I'm wrapping up the hell like a loose ant eater. My mother is a quack from the top of the sack. When my true name is Zach, I'm falling on a hack. Isaac. Jack. And welcome to the Game Cola Podcast. My name is Zach Rich, I write reviews, and eventually I'll start writing an article for the site. Um, hey, 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 my name is Michael Gray, I'm the baddest rapper in the USA. What do you do? Uh, I write, uh, I write The Ten Reasons and the other one, Inside the Guide. Hi, I'm Paul Franzen, I'm the editor-in-chief of Game Cola. I do a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. Like, like a lot. And I write Dear Readers every month and The Gates of Life every other month. You don't seem so sure of yourself. We have a mysterious newcomer joining us today on the Game Cola podcast. Who are you? Uh, I'm Elizabeth Medina Gray. I write testgame.exe, Making the Adventure. But you can call me Lizzo. Not Liza. Right. Not Luzo. And not... Definitely not Luzo. And not Lizzo. And there's only one Z, not two. There's a Z in my name, too. We're like Z-twins. Yeah, well, we're... Crazy. Well, Lizzo and I are gray twins. <laughs> Take well, that, Zach. Colin... Okay, so we're going to start things off with versus mode, where we discuss the uh, current topics in gaming news. Versus but... mode. Ding, ding, ding. 
But the problem is, I don't know any topics in gaming news that's current. Ah, way to take control. I get all my news from Carbonated News, and that got, like, cancelled six years ago. Yeah, Paul, why did you stop writing Carbonated News? Come on, Paul, answer me. Well, well, which version of Carbonated News are we talking about? All of There's... them. Well, the second one was cancelled because the guy who was writing it quit. Actually, no, he, he disappeared off the face of the earth. He didn't quit. Oh. And the first one was cancelled because it was terrible. Oh, okay. In any case, I've got a list of news here. Things. News. Uh, first thing, Ace Attorney. The fifth Ace Attorney game apparently is a Miles Edgeworth game. What's up with that, guys? How come every single conversation on this damn podcast turns back to Phoenix Wright? Because, I think it's because Phoenix Wright is so awesome. Every single one. Of them. Except for Apollo Justice, yeah. Apollo Justice was a great game, and you know it. Paul hasn't actually played it. Yeah, Paul probably didn't play it. I, I definitely didn't it. play it. Because it's terrible, and I don't play bad games. Complaining about games you haven't played. How? I, re I read the ten reasons about it. Now I know I don't have to play it. Oh, okay. It's not a review, though. You didn't read a review of it. I read a review of it as well. Oh, yeah? Who wrote that review? I think it was you. Oh, yeah? And what I did think that you said it was a really bad it? game. Yeah, you said it sucked. Right? Uh, uh, what? Yeah. What? At least that's... That's what Are the edited version said. It said, this game is horrible, 0 out of 10. I don't think I've read the edited version. So what do you think, Zach? Would you like, do you want to see this Miles Edgeworth game, or would you rather see uh, Apollo Justice 2? If it continues the storyline, then I'm all for it. But if it's, I mean, it, as long as it's got a solid story to it, then it's fine. Mm -hmm. I, I believe, uh, according to Wikipedia, this game takes place at the same time as uh, as Ace Attorney 3, Trials and Tribulations, it's at the same time. It didn't say after or anything like that. Oh. So it's, he's in London. Yes, sure. Or, or I, it, was. it was overseas. I assume it was London. It was Japan. I didn't London. actually read that far. I just read the first paragraph. Oh. But it did It did say something else that I thought was interesting. Um, it changes the the, uh, the perspective of, of the game has changed here. It's a third-person perspective, like a classic point-and-click adventure game. Whoa. Unlike the Phoenix Wright games. Which is weird. Yeah. So, so that could be cool. But maybe cool. It's like Metroid Prime. I think Edgeworth's cool. Edgeworth. Nobody asked you. <laughs> Edgeworth is pretty cool, but after playing the Miles Edgeworth files, now I'm really scared about an Edgeworth game. Oh, you mean, wait, reading them? Reading them, my bad. Reading the Miles Edgeworth files. Now I'm scared. But, but it looks so crazy and cool. <laughs> well, I'm assuming it, it probably won't be written by the same people who wrote those terrible books. Because those were just like, I don't know who wrote those, but I don't think it was the people who made the games at all. Mm -hmm. So I, I read the, uh, the Phoenix Wright files, and they were pretty much as bad as you were describing the Miles Edgeworth ones. Okay, fine. Next topic. Uh, what was it? Next up, it was Harry Potter and Half-Blood Prince. Do you guys think it'll be worth playing or no? I can give reasons both ways. I'm, I'm voting no because I didn't like the last one. Oh. I'm voting no because I could care less about Harry Potter games. With so many other important games coming out, a movie tie-in to a book tie-in is kind of way outside the ra radar. Oh, okay. 
Lizzo? I just didn't like how in the last one, no, uh, I was playing for like hours and nothing happened. I was just kind of running around the castle, poking at stuff with my wand. With there was like no story at all, mm-hmm. which is weird because Harry Potter has a story. You know, I've heard of a game like that. It's called Grand Theft Auto Four. There, there's magic in that game. I know magic from playing Magic: The Gathering. Okay, so step off. I'm stepping off. I'm stepping off. I, I I don't even touch Magic the Gathering. You shouldn't. It's awesome. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Nancy Pansy Nancy Drew Man is saying that Magic the Gathering is too geeky. Yeah. I have four mana. Oh, wait. If I turn this card sideways, that means the mana is something kind of mana. That's like, uh? Uh? You know, this is really off topic. Yeah. Why don't we just move on to a new topic, okay? So, Banjo-Tooie's re-release on the Xbox Live Arcade Marketplace. What do you guys think of this? I think it's great. It's very important. I'm falling in love all at the same time. I don't like Banjo-Kazooie. Is Stop and Swap in this game, too? Oh, yes. How does that work? You'll be able to communicate with your copy of Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts by hatching hidden eggs hidden around the entire area. Yeah. Maybe Lizzo's just angry because she hasn't talked yet. It's Lizzo. <laughs> okay, let's just move on to the next segment. Uh, if we're Oh, wait, we've got more things. Why does Final Fantasy suck so bad? That's not a valid topic. That's not news, but it's it's something we can talk about. That's not a valid topic. It's not a valid topic? No. The, the first one's pretty bad. So How dare you? You have not played the first one. Yes, I have. Like ten hey. times. Hey, you, you've, ne- you've never played like it. Ten different consoles. Then how could you say it's good? Because I've played it. There's no plot. There's no yes, there is. characters. What's the plot? Destroy Voldemort's Horcruxes? Spoiler That's alert. Harry Potter. <laughs> Are you saying Harry Potter has no plot? No. I'm saying Final Fantasy is ripping no, off think, Harry I think Potter. You're that Final Fantasy one ripped off of Harry Potter. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Retroactively? Yeah. No. Retroactively? What? What came first, Final Fantasy One or Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone? Philosopher's Stone? That's what it is in England. In any case, Final Fantasy, it there it really isn't It was a the plot. Withers all around. It's wandering around until you find the place where you're supposed to go. Yeah, yeah, it really is. They don't ever tell you what you're supposed to be doing at any given time in that game. That's the magic of it. You're supposed That's, to figure it's, it out. It's terrible. It's not fun. And all the battles are identical. Well, that, that's the same for pretty much every RPG. Yeah, I guess. I don't really play that many RPGs, so I wouldn't know. Every turn-based one. I should amend that statement. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you play video games? Are you human? Yes. Or are we dancers? <laughs> are, do, do you play video games that aren't Nancy Drew or Phoenix Wright? Yes. It's a video game. <laughs> I play testgame.exe. That's right. <laughs> so that's a pretty good game. It had really good voice acting at one point, you know. Yeah. Like phenomenal. Final Fantasy. No. Test game. Final Fantasy doesn't have voice acting. Are you crazy? 
Have you played Final Fantasy X? Wait, I'll answer that for you. No, I only played Nancy Drew. Welcome to Ace Attorney Files, where the Game Cola crew discusses Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney case by case. This time we discuss the first case in the first game, the introductory case that lets you know how the game works. Next time we'll be talking about the second, more interesting case. Okay, discussing the first level of Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney. Yay! Woo. Okay, so I'm gonna summarize for everybody who doesn't remember. Um, basically what happens is the story that uh, Phoenix Wright, uh, his friend Larry, has just been accused of murdering his girlfriend, Cindy, because she dumped him and she's seeing several sugar daddies, as Prosecutor Payne puts it. And the person who, uh, the main witness for the trial is uh, Frank Sawit, who is the real murderer, and he's just trying yeah, to pin his it. His last name saw it, and he saw it. Yeah, it was a clever joke. Oh, that's good. <laughs> the only way that could get funnier is if he had a saw on him, and he saw the arm off the guy who died. Well, that's what Phoenix says later on in the game when he's accusing Frank of murder. He's all, isn't that right, Mr. Saw It? Or should I say, Mr. Did It? Dun dun dun. See, Phoenix and I think alike. By the way, since nobody knows this, I haven't played this game. I've only played the third game of the fourth game, which was good. The third game or the fourth game? I played the first game? or the second game. I have never, I, I've never, I, co like, I'm I will really disappointed in you right now. Oh, please. I hope you weren't planning to get Employee of the Month, like, ever again, because you're not. So about the, uh, the first case in Phoenix Wright. Yeah, so about the first case, Paul, what, what about it? What about it? Um... Uh, I don't really remember it. Um, there was something about a clock that was also a statue. That's and, awesome. Uh, they, they smashed it over someone's head. I could explain it in great detail because I just recorded it yesterday, actually. Yes. Were you making a video walkthrough for that game? Yeah. Awesome. I think uh, it was it was a lot shorter than all of the other trials, and and that was kind of bad. It was shorter. There were only, if I remember correctly, there were only about three objections. The first objection comes from the fact that the uh, murderer said, or the witness, aka the murderer, he says that it, the uh, murder took place at exactly 1 p.m., even though the autopsy report says it was 4 to 5 p.m. Mm -hmm. So Phoenix presents that with his objection. Then the next objection is that uh, the mur uh Wait, 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 wait. Is objection a noun? Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. Mm-hmm. Then the next objection is the fact that uh, what happens is the murderer, he amends his statement saying, oh, well, I heard that it was 1 o'clock on the, uh, the television. And then Phoenix presents that there was a blackout at the time of the murder. So he couldn't have heard it on the television. Dun-dun-dun-dun. Dun, 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 dun. Frank says he knows what time it was because of the clock in the in the uh, in the apartment where the girl was killed. And Phoenix is like, "How do you know about a clock in the apartment? You just said you weren't in there." Phoenix decides how he knows how the murderer knew about the uh, clock, and he gets the choice of deciding that the person had went into the apartment at the time of the murder, or he knew the victim personally. And if you choose know the victim personally, he accuses Frank of being one of Cindy's. Sugar daddies. Sugar daddies. Oh. I thought that was a fun choice. He's like, 
You knew it was, Mr. Frank. You were one of her sugar daddies. Dun-dun-dun. Then Payne pulls out a list of every boyfriend the uh, victim ever had. And it's all, oh, he's not on the list. I want to know how the pro how Prosecutor Payne got a hold of that list. Maybe through Facebook? Oh. We'll go with that. Facebook yeah, doesn't keep... a log of your relationships, I think. It does? So as long as they, as they <laughs> officially stated themselves as going out on Facebook, then it would have worked. Yeah, but she had several sugar daddies. I mean, multiple mm. sugar daddies that Larry didn't know anything about, so... Oh, and Larry probably would have known because he would have been her friend on Facebook, and he would have seen this. Yeah. No, he mm. doesn't know because when he finds out, he starts calling her a cheating she-dog. Then I guess she wasn't on, uh, mentioning this on Facebook. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's an important point because it makes Larry look suspicious when he finds out. And that's what they use as motive against Larry. I thought the first case was a nice tutorial level for setting up the whole game, but it's missing some really important, like, really cool things that the other subsequent cases bring in. Well, like Maya! Yeah. There's no Maya in the first case. But there's it's missing the uh, entire investigation section, I believe. Yeah, it, there's no it's, investigation. It's just the trial, and it's very short. Mm -hmm. Well, that's how all the first cases are. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that, though. I, I know, me too. Um, I kind of liked Mia, though. I, I don't have a problem with no Maya in the case, because we've got Mia. Oh. And maybe it's just me, but it seems like she's got a thing for Phoenix in this case. Yeah, I totally, um thought that they were going to get together. And then she... Spoiler alert. Oh, should I say it? Should I not say it? I don't know if you should. Alright, I won't say it. Oh. Never mind! She Actually, goes... I, th I think everyone probably <laughs> knows by now if they have any interest at all in Phoenix, right? Yes. Does Phoenix win? Phoenix wins the case. His friend... What happens is he wins the case, he proves the guy is the murderer, and Larry is freed. And Larry's so happy he asks Mia out for dinner in a movie, and she says no. And then after she, then after Larry leaves, Mia turns to Phoenix. She's like, "Hey, Phoenix, why don't we celebrate your victory? Dinner and drinks." <laughs> what? It's exciting. That's all I I'm thought. I'm a fan girl. What do you want? That, that's, that's they never they never build on that at all, though. In which is, I mean, I guess it makes sense because I'll spoil the game. She's dead. But she she has a habit of um, taking over people's bodies and, and controlling them and using them for her own purposes. So you'd think that they could still work out some kind of relationship that way. Yeah, I've read some fan fictions where that happens. So I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I think I don't wonder if she was just uh, toying with his emotions there. Hmm. Isn't very nice. Maybe I'm glad she's dead. You're not glad. If she was still alive, she and Phoenix would be a perfect couple. No, Phoenix has to get with Maya. But what she's way too Edward? young for him. <laughs> what did you say? Maya's I like want a Phoenix and Edgeworth ship. They're perfect for each other. Yeah. <laughs> Mia's the only woman in uh, Phoenix's life, and now that she's dead, he has to get together with Edgeworth. <laughs> or Maya. Maya's they like were... 14. Or, uh, or uh, what's her face? Dahlia? He should go with, no, no, the real one. The good one. Sister Iris? Yeah. Yes, this doesn't make any sense at all if you haven't played the last game, like, entirely. But Zach I has played, played it. One. 
But I'm okay with I'm okay with those two getting together too. What about Francisca? No. No. That would be hot. I've read some good stories about that. I kind of got the feeling they were hinting at that in one of the later games. Yeah, yeah, the Actually, ending of that one game, right? I don't remember which one. Uh, he, like, steals a picture that Maya drew of, or she steals a picture that Maya drew of Phoenix and is staring at it longingly, I think, in one of the endings. Whoa. Spoiler alert. Gosh, I don't remember that. No? That must be it the was second a, one. It was It was the second game, I guess. It was whatever game she was the, the lead bad person in. Yeah, it's the second one. Yeah. It was in. It was in the. Yeah, it was in the ending. Yeah, but the second one, if I recall, at the ending, she had been shot, which is why she only shows up at the very end. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure this. I, I think this happens afterwards, though. They hit, there's like some sort of tearful goodbye where she gets on a plane and leaves. Yeah, but that's her in Edgeworth. She cries to Edgeworth. Phoenix is nowhere around. Oh, was that Edgeworth? Then? But no. But but she has a picture of Phoenix that she's staring at. Yeah, she yeah. stole it. That was the end of case thing. In case you don't know, after every case, there's generally a thing where Phoenix gets to present a piece of uh, evidence to uh, somebody. And at the end of the second game, in the last case, he presents something to Edgeworth, and Edgeworth then gives it to Francisca, which makes her cry. Huh. I don't remember. I think what I didn't it was. get that part. I don't think I got that one right. <laughs> Well, it came from Phoenix indirectly, and it did make her cry, so you could be right. I think my point is, I don't I don't think, I can't see them together. I see her with Gumshoe, maybe. What? I think that would be great. <laughs> they have great interactions. She whips him all the time. Oh, we're not going there. Never mind. <laughs> he does not have a problem with it, I don't think. I think he has a major problem with it. Remember the second gamer is always trying to get a, get away from her because she keeps whipping him. He's just playing hard to get. I like the one game where he says one time that she forgot her whip. She left her whip at home, so she slapped him the whole day instead. <laughs> so, so what other ships, Phoenix Wright ships, do people uh, like, or would they really for? <laughs> Is there anybody? I'm, who... I'm on the Phoenix Maya ship, without a doubt. Huh? Except for my doubt. <laughs> is there any ships? Are there any ships that people think work for Edgeworth besides Phoenix Edgeworth? Does Phoenix even... sculpture. <laughs> no, I'm no, saying I'm Edgeworth. Sure there's, there's no chemistry there. I'm talking about the Edgeworth ships. I mean, do you think Edgeworth, well, yes, Francisca? Maybe they'll build on on some sort of ship for Edgeworth in the next game. In fact, I did read that uh, Francisca is in the next, uh, it is in the Edgeworth game. Whoa. So. But she calls that. him her big brother. Uh. Oh, yeah, because the, her father was like his mentor, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Or doesn't she call him. So that, that's okay. Is it? Yes. <laughs> did you watch Clueless? <laughs> okay, so. That could work. Edgeworth on Karma. <laughs> The girl, not either, the guy. Either of them, either of them. No. Okay. Would she take his name, or would he take her name? Ooh. I don't think she would take his name. Maybe they would just keep their, their names. Edgeworth. Uh, that doesn't really have a ring to it. I, I can't see her changing her name. Miles Von Karma. I don't know, that doesn't sound good either. Hmm. He might like it. I think he really wanted to be a Von Karma at one point. Yeah. Until he found out that, you know, Von Karma killed his father. <laughs> I think that might that might have changed his opinion slightly. Well, that might drive a wedge between their relationship then. 
Like, hey, your dad killed my dad. That could be the angst in their relationship. That could make a great that, fan that fiction. That could make for an incredibly awkward wedding. <laughs> your dad will be at the wedding. You're right. Oh, I have to write this fan fiction now. Oh. <laughs> Need to finish the Phoenix Maya one first, though. Yay. See, there you go. That's the, that's the, that's the best ship in the whole game, in the whole series. How, how old is Maya by the la- by the third game? Ten. She's got to be, like, at least 17 or something, right? I think she's 17, 18. So I guess that's okay. She just doesn't look any older. She she's... still looks like a... Yeah. None of them look any older, though. Like a 18-year-old. <laughs> the only problem. But yeah, I, I, could see, I could see Phoenix and Maya also, actually. Zach, what do you think? <laughs> huh? Phoenix, Maya, what do you important. think? Sorry, I stopped paying attention when you guys start talking about shipping. <laughs> Are you okay with a Phoenix Maya? Do you think that's a good ship? I think whatever happens in the video games canon is fine by me. You know what? Mm. I don't like the video game canon in that particular case, because if we think about Apollo Justice, there's no mention of Maya or any of the phase in that game. And I then think I guess I'm not okay with it. I think that's just wrong because you think Phoenix would have some interaction with Maya. You'd think he'd have some interaction with any of his friends from the past three games, but no, they all abandoned him to become homeless and play the piano and do drugs. What? Yeah, he does drugs. He I does? don't believe that was mentioned in the canon. I know he gets. Dr- I know he drinks all the time, but I didn't know he does drugs. He does. I don't believe the game ever said he drinks all the time. Sure it was. That was that was part of the evidence in the first case of Apollo Justice. Oh, wine yeah, bottle. Grape juice. They call it grape juice, but you know it's wine. Grape juice I don't does believe you because they never called it wine. Grape juice does not come in wine bottles or in wine boxes. I believe this is a work of fiction. I believe that they changed it to grape juice in order to uh, change the game's rating because of the ERSB. I believe they changed the world's judicial system just to make it make sense in context of the game. No, 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 no. That's what they did for no, Nancy no, no, Drew. No, 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 no. I believe there's a disclaimer in the game manual saying this is not actually what law is like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, see, the game's set in the future, though, isn't it? Yeah. It's set in the future. Law will probably be that way when we reach that time. It's, it's a prediction the of the future. The world's going to be based on one judge with a beard? There yes. are two judges. No, there there's, a... there's a couple judges. There's, there's a Canadian one, too. Yeah. Yes, but every decision is one person, and that person has a beard. That's cool. There's absolutely nothing wrong with beards. So Paul Franson's going to be the person that is going to make all the judicial system choices. Well, I, th- I think bearded people in general will be given the power. Mm-hmm. Paul? Yes. Shave. have you ever thought about time dear listener i have what time is it why it's now you say but now it's now and now it's now again and now it's now even further now still but it can't be now because it was now then but it's now, now. How could it be now, then, when it's now, now? But it's now, then, and now that now that I just said was now, but just now, I don't understand it at all. 
It's like a cheese grater that was grating cheese, only the cheese wasn't grated. It was cut into little slices and put on a hamburger. And you know what? All I can think of is that I don't understand time, and I've got a powerful craving for a cheeseburger. So I'm going to go cook myself a cheeseburger. Meanwhile, listener, you can hear the Game Cola crew talk about time traveling in video games and try to unravel the meaning of time. On to the next segment, yay. Uh, the third segment, we're going to talk about what makes, how do you make a game good, I guess. I thought maybe that's a bit too general. Maybe we could talk about, you know, what makes a good RPG or what makes a good time traveling game. I, I, I vote for time travel. Zach? What? Any kind of game you want to talk about? We're, we're not talking about ships anymore, Zach. <laughs> no? no? I can pay attention now? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. We decided that, that Phoenix Zach Rich was the no, best. No, no, stop talking about it. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, anyway, we're, we're, we're finished with that. We're talking about time travel. Yeah, time right? traveling time games. Travel. I thought about talking about time travel just because uh, Lizzo's on the show, and I know that I voted Time Hollow, like, best game of the year, 2008, and she voted Time Hollow, worst game of the year, 2008. So quite clearly, we disagree. Yes, clearly we do. So we might actually have an interesting conversation where we're nice and we have friendly disagreements over what makes time traveling games so good. Well, I don't have any problems with uh, time travel in games as a as a topic. Mm-hmm. Um, like in general, I just really, really didn't like how it turned out in uh, in Time Hollow itself. Like they they sort of. Like, they got me started with the, like, the first couple chapters worked out really well, but then, like, as it went on, they just sort of kept messing up the idea of how time travel worked. Like, yes. The plot yeah. does time not make work. any sense whatsoever. <laughs> time travel work? Well, so you've got, like, the two basic um, modes of is this, is this, reading. Is this, is this back to the future time travel? Or yeah, exactly. Or time travel? Exactly. So you've got Back to the Future time travel, where mm-hmm. whenever you do something in the past, that changes what the happens future. in the future, mm-hmm. right? And then you've got, um, I, I, well, I, my prototypical uh, type of time travel for the other one is from uh, Dragon Riders of Kern, but I can't think of anything else that goes along with that. But that's the one where you, um, uh, everything that you do in the past has already, it, it's already happened in the future, like everything That's the is Dragon already... Ball Z time travel mode. Is it? Okay. That's Where, what like, happens when Trunks, yeah, because he goes back and it's like he goes back to his own future. Yeah, Even though he's changed like everything, yeah. Right. So when I was playing uh, Time Hollow, they definitely sort of mixed those two together, and that always creates big problems, and I can't think of any specific instances right now of when that happened, but um, but they definitely did, and it bothered me. The end. Yay. Yay. What did you like about the game, Michael Gray? I not. It was not the sort of game I was expecting, just because it was a time traveling game, but it worked. I wrote a guide for it. On it was so confusing. I'm like, it really. The plot really doesn't make sense. I actually had to write a guide, and spell out. Well, here's everything that happens in the game in order to kind of understand what's going on. Yeah. But even then, it doesn't make a lot of sense. I mean, one of the other things that bothered me was, like, there was at least one one or two times where, like, the characters, like, 
completely changed their characters. Like whenever you when you changed like the the background or something like the mm-hmm. the one the with the one boy the the sort of timid guy like yeah, murdering someone. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, ah. If Ben was... if Ben's dog got killed seven years yeah. ago, Ben becomes a murderer. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's really like cold case. Yeah. So I mean, like I really liked the idea to begin with, and I really liked some of the things that did happen in it. And like I I liked the um the girl character um with the pink hair who was Corey Twelves. Uh, whose name I've forgotten. Corey Twelves. Um, Sorry, Corey. Yeah, yeah, that's it, Corey Twelves, because all their last names have numbers. Um. <laughs> So, so that's why I voted it most most disappointing. Is that that's what I voted? Disappointing. It? Yeah. yeah, that would work. Yeah. <sighs> Paul, your input. You have any input on the game? No. Hey everyone, this is Michael from the editing room. Uh, the sound you're hearing in the background right now, those are crickets. Yes, that's right. Paul had a bunch of crickets in his room, and he didn't take them out while we were doing the podcast. Way to go, Paul. Zach, what about you? Did you play Time Hollow? No, I didn't. Hmm. Well, have you played Ocarina of Time? I got a question about that, uh-huh. too. Uh-huh. I played that game. Okay, how does the time travel work in that game? Um, that one... Like, oh, sorry, go ahead. Sword out of the stone, and time goes... And then he puts... The sword back in the stone, and time goes. Mm-hmm. That one's definitely the uh, Back to the Future um, type of time travel, right? Because like you go back in time and you. No, um... no, and I've got a reason no? why it's not Back to the Future is because it's not. It's not because Link goes back in time multiple. He goes back seven years in time multiple right. times. There should be multiple Links running around. Well, no, if it was back because to the then future. when he... Oh, you mean... Because when Mar- Cause Marty he, cause goes, goes back in time, the other Marty that was already back in time is still You're there. Right. We've got two Martys at the same time. I didn't even think of that before. Oh, no, now I'm not going to like the way Ocarina of Time treats time travel. Um, You're completely right. Because obviously he has to go back in time to before when he pulled the Master Sword out of the stone, right? Yeah. Because as soon as he does that, Ganondorf changes the whole world and everything. So you're right, there should be lots of links running around. Well, that just messes things up. I really like that game, too. Yeah, and you know, that sh- you know why that shouldn't happen, though. Yeah, but you know what happens at the end of the game? Some other thing in uh, Ocarina of Time. At the end of the game, Zelda says, she's like, I stole seven years from you. And you can never have those seven years back. And I'm like, well, can't he just put the sword back in the stone? And guess what? Just live his live those seven years. Why was that not a possibility? Why did she have to send him all the way back before he ever met Zelda for the first time? Mm. It's true. Just to make it tragic that Zelda doesn't know him anymore. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Oh, that is tragic. Does Navi know him anymore? Navi takes off. Right, she leaves. What if that was so far back in time? She sent him so far back in time, that was before Navi ever met Link. Oh. And that's why Navi took off. The ending to the game finally makes sense. That's why Navi takes off. I don't know why Navi would take off any other way.
But if she sent him back... I Okay, now I'm confused. I actually haven't played the ending of Ocarina of Time in a while. If she sent him uh, back to before all that happened, wouldn't it all just happen again? Or is that just crazy? I have... They don't specify when she sends him back. What is is they're floating in the middle of the clouds for some reason. Zelda takes the Ocarina of Time. She apologizes for wasting seven years of his life. Then she plays the uh, Song of Time. Then we get to see the end the end credits where everybody's dancing because Ganondorf has been killed. And then it cuts back to, uh, I guess, seven years earlier. They don't specify when it is. And you see Link walking up the Zelda, and she turns around and goes, oh! And it says, the end. So maybe it is all happening again. But without Ganondorf? Oh, well. It's too confusing. I can't think about this anymore. <laughs> Zelda started a time loop. We're screwed. I know. <laughs> no. But, but then but then Link gets sidetracked and goes and does the Majora's Mask thing, and while he's gone, Ganondorf comes and takes over the world, and he's not there to save it. Yeah. Well, when the sequel to Majora's Mask comes out, we'll figure out what happened. <laughs> That's what I thought was going to happen after Majora's Mask. Is it's like, okay, well, there was Link's little time travel, and he's going to meet up with Saria in the woods, and she's going to say something's going on with Hyrule, and then he's going to go back and have to save Hyrule again. I always thought her name was Sarah. I always said Sarah. Because Sarah was easy to say, instead of Sararia. It's Saria. Saria. Could you pronounce it Saria, like Maria? Would that be easier to... Uh... I think I always pronounced it Saria. In any case, Majora's Mask ended with, like, the first six notes of uh, Saria's song, so I thought she was going to be involved in the sequel. That's my basis. That's the basis for my theory. <laughs> no comments? No? It's a good so, basis. Sorry, stop paying attention again. So, other other games that involve time travel. What other games Lizzo involve time and travel? Tell us. Braid. 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 Not, uh, no, not Braid. No. We have a much more interesting oh, game to talk about. about. No. Forget about Braid. About Braid. I keep forgetting nope, Braid. about it. Braid's a good one. Never heard of we Braid. We are talking about Mario's Time Machine. <laughs> Mario's Time Machine. Mario. Mario. Oh. Yeah, with Mary, I mean, Syria. <laughs> Mario Syria and Syria are getting together, yeah. but Mario and Syria... I jai. <laughs> Mario and Luai-Jai. Luai-Jai. That's ridiculous. <laughs> no, hold on a second. Those are the brothers in time. We're talking about the one that has the time machine. Yes. Those, those are two different dudes. Yes. That's right. Lizo, Lizo and I have just played this game on Super Nintendo not too, not too long ago. In this game, uh, Bowser uh, has invented a time machine and traveled back in time and stolen artifacts from various points in history, and Mario has to uh, take them and put them back. And you learn all kinds of fun facts about history on the way. Oh, cool. Is it like Carmen Sandiego? It, it's a lot. Like, you go to uh, to the different time periods and you talk to a bunch of people and try to find out facts about uh, about the artifact and about the person that you're trying to give it back to. Wow. Um, and, and it's actually kind of funny. Like, the lines that they say are witty, and there are lots of puns. <laughs> and it's really funny because uh, Mario looks like 
Mario from like uh, Mario World uh, with the little cartoony sort of sprite, um, but all the people look like normal people, and they keep calling him a gnome because <laughs> he's yes. so short. Yes. <laughs> that game also messes up how time travel works, but it's it doesn't matter because it teaches you. Things. There's a lot of problems with the way that game does time travel. Yeah. Not the least of which is that uh, the Mushroom Kingdom is in a different dimension than the world that these artifacts are coming from. Yeah. That is a slight problem. Ray doesn't have artifacts. I'm just thinking of Carmen Sandiego right here. That's what it sounds like. Goes back in time and steals the pyramids. That's what she did. And you get to learn fun facts about the pyramids in order to figure out what she stole and how to capture her. And there are a lot of puns in that game, too. There was one thing I didn't like about this game, though. Um... If you don't beat the game fast enough, Bowser... Or, or in the right order. Or in the right order of returning the items. Bowser just escapes, even if you beat everything. He just escapes. Uh-oh, that's a whole and, new and that's level. Oops, and runs away, it's to coop another day. That's a whole new level of time travel paradoxes. Real time. So if you don't solve your time travel game in real time, you lose. Mm-hmm. Nobody does, but you get you get the bad over. ending in Mario's time machine, and you really feel like an idiot. Yeah. Oh. But if you get the good ending, um, Bowser travels to paradise in the year 1994 and gets stepped on by a gigantic dinosaur. If you get the good ending and the force unleashed, the main character dies. How is that a good ending? It well, made me cry. That's why it's a good ending. Okay, wrap up for time travel. Can't wait for Back to the Future 4, in which Biff Tannen becomes the Super Pope. Can't wait for Braid 2, in which more stuff happens. I can't wait to play Mario is Missing. It's kind of the same thing as Mario is Missing. Mario. Super Mario 64. Super Mario World. Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games. Oh, that game was horrible. Yes. That game was atrocious. I only played it for five seconds, and it's still sitting on my shelf, but it was atrocious. And now, a word from our sponsors. The Game Cola podcast is brought to you by... Game Cola. And now, back to the podcast. Okay. Well, Michael, what are you playing right now? Okay, well, I'm playing a couple of games right now. I'm playing Nancy Drew, Creature of Kapu Cave. Yay. What games are you playing that are not Nancy Drew? Uh, I'm playing Fire Emblem for the DS. Ooh, is that good? It's okay, I guess. I don't like I, it very I much. Pick it up. Is it is it a step above um, Radiant Dawn, or is it a step below? Is it as hard as Radiant Dawn was? Because Radiant Dawn was a hard game. Radiant Dawn was hard, uh, yeah. I haven't played that much of it, to be quite honest. I understand it, it's supposed it was... to be a remake of the first game. Right. My... Shadow Dragon is called, right? Yeah. Yes. And my problem is I was introduced to the second game in the series, and I really liked that, and it took me forever to actually agree to play uh, the GameCube and Radiant Dawn uh, games, because they're completely different. Wait, so the first one you played was Sacred Stones? No, 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 the first one I played was Fire Emblem Gaiden. For, uh, it was a Japanese only, it was a Japan-only oh, release. Played. Okay, okay. And that 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 system is completely different in that you don't the weapons don't d- get destroyed. Weapons have infinite uses. You can repeat battles. Oh, what else happens? Wow, that sounds so easy. 
And you can, uh, there's actually a retreat strategy that you can employ. Right, yeah. That sounds so simple. All it right, is so simple, what else but, are you but they change it by uh, giving you, like, super-powered enemies. So you have to repeat each battle, like, the repeatable battles, you have to repeat them, like, five times in order Weird. to level up to beat the bad enemies. It's a completely different system, and that's why I'm thinking... I'm not quite sure about Shadow Dragon yet because it's based off the first game, so it's based off the old, completely different system. So I'm not sure if they two if the two mesh together well quite yet. Anything else you're playing? Uh, I'm going to be playing Super Super Word Munchers Deluxe. I put in an order for that. Yes. Okay. Well, the deluxe version. Be playing. Um, I'm playing Nicktoons Battle for Volcano Island on okay, PS2. Okay, please though. What are you playing? <laughs> it's Lizzo. Um, I just finished playing uh, the first of the Dot .hack games, so dot .hack, dot .hack Infection, so I need to pick up the next one and keep going right. with that. That's, That's okay. pretty So, yes, I actually, I've played through most of that game, I got stuck on the final boss and never picked it up Oh again. my god, it's what so hard. Think, what did you think of? Because it, it was kind of cool at first, but then I started playing it, and it felt kind of generic. Like, it wasn't as interesting of a game as it should have been. I mean, I'm really getting into it. I'm really getting into the whole um, uh, interacting with the different characters and, like, getting email messages from them and everything. Um, I mean, the only thing that gets a little bit tedious is going to all the dungeons. And, like, there, are a, I've had a bunch of times when I've had to just, like, go to a random dungeon and level up randomly. Yeah, all the dungeons Which gets a little boring. And the combat, the combat was disappointing. It was really boring. It's okay. I don't, I mean, I don't have anything against it, really. Um, but yeah, the final boss in the game, I just finished the first game, um, is, was absolutely insane. Um, I definitely died the first time, and they don't give you save points right before the, the bosses, so I, I lost, like, two hours of, of gameplay, so that was fun. Um, and yeah, it was just really hard. <laughs> but I finished it. Yay! So now I get to play the next game. Yay. Okay. Why doesn't anyone want to talk about Nicktoons Battle for Volcano Island? Anything else you're playing, Lizzo? I can talk about Nicktoons Battle for Volcano Island. Jimmy can Neutron, you? Jimmy Neutron's in that game. Yeah, I, I've been playing a SpongeBob though. I think he's the best. He has he has a great butt stomp. Well, I'm just saying. I feel kind of bad for the game because half the characters, their shows have been canceled by the time the game came out. <laughs> they canceled Jimmy Neutron and Fairly Odd Parents, but they brought it back. By now. And See, they I, I would prefer it if, if they actually went a little further back and I was playing as Doug and Ren and Stimpy. Personally. Yeah, that would be nice. That yeah. would be fun. They have Invader Zim, do they? Nobody what? cares about Invader Zim. I know. Why do they keep bringing him back into these uh, games? He was cool at first, and then Emos got a hold of him and made him stupid. It's a good summary of what happened, actually. <laughs> Thank you. Does anybody care about any of the games that are coming out next month? There's nothing coming out next month. We we, we were looking at it earlier today. Au contraire, mon frere. There's Johnny... nothing coming out except I Love Horses on the DS mm -hmm. and Jelly Belly Ballistic Beans. We didn't even talk about what I'm playing right now. Yeah. <laughs> and that... Oh, I'm sorry, Zach. What are you playing? Well, since you asked, I am playing. I'm going through Fallout 3 right now. I'm going through actual good games, not Nicktoons. I'm playing Fallout 3, I'm playing Star Ocean 4, 
and I um actually uh, a friend gave me the download code for the Rock Band ACDC pack, so I downloaded that and I added to my growing collection of Rock Band songs, which is now at three hundred and twenty-six. Yeah, Rock Band. I love Rock Band. How come every time we have a podcast, somebody has to bring up Rock Band? Rock Band's a fun game. No, it's not. It's Simon. Press the button sequence. We are not having this argument again. I don't really like the song selection in Rock Band. There's a song selection? Well, I don't like the songs in it. You're saying of the 500 songs in Rock Band, you don't like any of them? Well, I I don't like how in the single player mode, uh, in order to advance, I have to play songs that I hate. That's, and I'm bored with playing. That's a good point. And well, that's Rock Band 1. You no, I played the second one. I, I gave up after the first one. You want to play Rock Band 2, do I've never heard of any of the songs that are on Rock Band. I then have you don't know music. I don't know music. You don't There's know a Stephen Colbert song on it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I know yes. that one. I could sing that one. Song from Portal. Still Alive. That's a fun yeah. one. Except, like, none of my friends know where it's from, so I always have to explain it to them. They don't have the Phoenix Wright musical songs on there, you know. Because they haven't been written yet. Objection, 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 your runner. I object to the statement that was made. Okay, we gotta finish. Okay. So nobody cares Any about... last words? Johnny Bravo Datorama is coming out next month. Okay. Paul Francis, any last words? <laughs> no. Okay, Lizzo Gray, any last words? It's Lizzo. Okay, Zach Rich, any last words? No. Okay, this has been the Game Cold Podcast. Thank you and good night. The music in tonight's podcast was What I Ain't Got by Logan Whitehurst and Weep Day by Logan Whitehurst, which was a cover of the They Might Be Giants song. The podcast was performed by the podcast crew and edited by Michael Gray.